This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. <laughs> That's right. It's the podcast where we spill, excuse me, serve the tea. <laughs> we do. There's a lot of tea activity happening on this podcast each and, well, almost every week. Every fucking single week. Yeah, you know what? Sorry. Even if we're not publishing a podcast, there is still tea being spilled, served, and consumed at all times. That's true. Um, it's just that, as everybody knows, we're quite busy. Very so busy. we apologize for not being here last week. However, we're back, and that's all back. that matters. We always come back. We do. Never, we do. You never lose us. Yeah, Unless it's kind of like the guy that you... Anyways, it's fine. <laughs> Can't even go there. Listen, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the podcast where... Can we put the kettle on, please? Yeah, where we... Where's Thank the you. fucking kettle? Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Thank God. TBQH. TBQH. Things uh, are... Well... Think, how's your, how's your week going, Christopher? Okay, honestly, I've had such a bizarre week, like ups and downs. I won't mm-hmm. get into it all, but like, just like you know how you have those weeks sometimes, like mm-hmm. with like work stress and and stuff like that, and like things can't always be amazing, right? Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I feel like I have a fairly positive outlook on a lot of things, and like, okay, I try to avoid stress. I would say, especially in the last like two years, but yeah, mm-hmm. kind of a roller coaster week. However. Last night, I had a kind of an early birthday celebration. My birthday's not for another few weeks. A bit of an early birthday celebration. We ended up at um, a gay bar here in Ottawa, which was a lot of fun because... As um, one would. Yeah, all of the, the friends that I went with um, um, aren't gay. Um, so it was fun. It was it was even an eye-opening experience for some. And I have to tell a really quick story because I was dying. Um, I've chatted about my friend Elliot on this podcast oh. a few times. You love Elliot. He's honestly one of the nicest, sweetest he, people you could ever meet. I love Elliot. And I just have to say, if you're not following Chris on all social media platforms, you immediately must follow Chris at Chris Craigman. Just so that you can see Elliot, <laughs> like, I was dying at the videos last night. I was like, what is happening? And I just loved Elliot, like, bopping along. <laughs> so we're, he's just, like, he just goes with the flow. But he was, like, genuinely, like, very happy and totally fine, obviously, to, to be there. Um, but this morning, we were kind of talking about, like, all the things that we saw and, and, and whatever was doing last night and whatnot. Um and of course, people got crazy. Like we were all drunk. You can probably hear it in my voice. Um, but you I was, me drunk. Fair. But he's like he's like the drag queens. He's like then ever they would flop on the floor, and then everyone would be like queen, queen. And I'm like that's a death drop. <laughs> and he he's like oh, okay. And so I was like. And I actually don't know how that started, but I was like, I think it started on RuPaul's Drag Race, and like people like freak out when it happens. <laughs> Did it start on RuPaul's flop Drag Race? Flop on the floor. I but like yeah, how he said come flop. to me to tell you the history of the death <laughs> death drop. I actually don't know. I've just I thought it was just all drag queens do this. You know, yeah, I thought I, it was just a cultural thing. But I think like it's a newer cultural thing. I could be extremely wrong. But like I remember going it to drag shows. Like, the point. Yeah. <laughs> 
death drops are incredible and every time they happen i'm like yes queen yes exactly i die and i'm like ah throwing money oh and that's what happened and then um yeah, well, I won't say anything else, but obviously, like, the friends that I went with were all very supportive, and we're, like, giving them money and whatnot to, to yeah. So oh, it was absolutely. a lot of fun. <laughs> Too much fun. Pay for your art, people. Pay for your art. Yes, okay? it was so entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have a good week? You know, I did, and and for those who follow me on social media, I was in Chicago last weekend Yes. for the NBA All-Star Weekend, which was, in short... Sorry, sorry, is that, was... that a single clap? What happened to our studio audience? Okay, sorry. You know what? <laughs> what? I, I'm really... There what? Thank you, everyone. <laughs> you know what? I have to say, it was a dream that. come true. I have always wanted to go to All-Star Weekend. It's always been a thing. It was so much fun. It was better than I could ever put into words. Just the celebrity sightings. As Well, Chicago is my favorite city because it's home of the Oprah show Mm -hmm. and I just remember like learning about Oprah when I was younger and her talking about how when she went to Chicago she could feel this energy there and she just had manifested it and she knew she belonged and that's how I feel every time I go to Chicago and I was like I just need to make this shit happen you know what and then when I came home I was like I don't want to say devastated, maybe a little bit too dramatic. However, I was pretty upset because it's so tough to be in such close proximity to something that you really want. You know, I've always wanted to work in the NBA. I always wanted to. And so just to be that close to it, but not actually be a part of it, it was really hard and just gave me a moment to pause and think what the fuck am I doing with my life? But other than that, you know, everything is fine. <laughs> Just having a slight uh, existential crisis. <laughs> but I think it's okay to have those now and then. Like, and it looked so yeah. amazing. All the pictures oh. and everything you posted. I was like, okay, this is unreal. Like, yeah yeah, just i i know how important that is to you but like i think it's okay like i remember um a few years ago um this is like getting really deep but i remember a few years ago going and talking to a therapist um because like and, and i encourage everyone to do this and i went mostly for like more maintenance because i would have these kind of waves where i'd be like okay like why do i feel like i'm in a rut like i need almost just like someone to talk me through this mm-hmm um, but I'll never forget, like I was, I almost felt guilty for feeling sad or upset about really small things because I'm like, these are such like first world problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, uh, was like, well, Chris, like, that's where you live. Like, this is your life. Like, that's like, it, it's okay to have these feelings. Like you don't mm-hmm. need to feel guilty, but that she's like, obviously it's extremely important to like check yourself and like put things into perspective. Mm-hmm. However, like it's, it's normal to have these feelings. So yeah. Ride the wave. There you have it. (laughs) It is. It is normal to have these feelings. However, it is... Well, listen, I think that they're a little bit amplified right now because we had this conversation earlier in the week and I was like, you know, Mercury is in retrograde and you were like, what is that? What the fuck does that mean? I I don't even know what this... What does this mean? (laughs) Oh my God. I was... I can't say that I was surprised to hear you weren't familiar with Mercury retrograde, but it 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 is becoming more of a common thing that's talked about okay. on the internet and with other juju people like me. And apparently on our podcast. Um, and on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So basically, from from an astrological standpoint, it's a it's Mercury. It's the closest planet to Earth, so it orbits us more often than the other ones do since it's closer. Okay. And so that means three times a year. And I forget exactly what it means, but um, it, it moves at different speeds. And at different times of the year, it appears to move backwards in the sky. Like if you had a telescope out and whatnot and you could see it, it would look like it's moving backwards. And that that's just like representative of the astrological influence that it has and that things seem to go a bit wonky. Oh my God. Um, okay. And I was like, oh, yes, it happens three times a year. Every time there's a Mercury retrograde, I like get a migraine. You know, it's common for people oh to get like computer trouble, car trouble, phones not working, just different things like that. And I was like, oh, why am I so in my feelings and why is all of this happening? But it's because it's Mercury retrograde and it's uh, on no, right it's now. Not. I don't believe any of this. I don't believe any of it. Chris, yes, you are also a victim of Mercury well, retrograde. It sounds you like don't it, but... even know it yet. Exactly. I'm like, what can I blame all this shit on? Okay, Mercury moving backwards. Okay. Well, congratulations. It's really hard. And yeah, Mercury stationed retrograde last Sunday. So whatever day that was like the 18th or 19th or something and it will be there until march 6th i believe so it's basically just like don't make any serious commitments during this time like be you know and it's it's kind of just a reminder to slow things down i think because things tend to go a little wonky like communication Mm -hmm. coding that sort of thing um you know and and all the astrologers say that it's a good time to like reevaluate projects mm. um things like that but this particular retrograde mercury is in the sign of pisces which is like a water sign which means like a lot of tears and just like emotions that's what i which is, am. i think yeah have you not noticed it's just been an emotional week uh, yes. because mercury is in retrograde in pisces chris like duh duh okay <sighs> Listen, you I, I find it fascinating, it. but I don't buy it. But sorry, continue. Well, I'm telling you that this I know. is what it is. And I'm okay. I'm I all know you're ears. Listening. I, I, I do know. like listening to it. I do like hearing about it. I know that you have ears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just open my water bottle. Excuse me. I didn't have tea today. I'm having <laughs> iced tea. <laughs> Um, but listen, there's this really amazing astrologer that I follow on Instagram called Chani Nicholas. Okay. I went to see her at TIFF earlier this year with my cousin, and she is all about, like, astrology and social justice, <laughs> so she's, like, right up my alley. Anyways, she <laughs> has... Yeah, this is you. Not, and I wondered, was I Chani Nicholas? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, she says... That uh, and a, a, hello, hello. Are you are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to ensure you weren't dying. No, laughter. I'm fine. I'm just laughing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, she was saying. So I guess the the sentiment out there is that Mercury retrograde is to be feared. Do not make any commitments. Like things are bound to go wrong. Like if you have a wedding during this time, like so, it's just there's all this hysteria around it, and she's really. She kind of reframes things and says, like, it's not really 
a time to be feared. It's like a time to reflect. So that's kind of the 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 attitude that I'm having during this Mercury retrograde in particular. Um, huh. Yeah, and just you know to I guess look inward. You know, huh. take walk on a path towards healing, awakening, and consciousness. <laughs> Isn't that always the path, though? Like, I feel like that that's always, like, the conclusion at the end. <laughs> it's like, okay. I guess. But there's certain times in the during the year where it's like, go for this. Do okay. this. Okay. And I just am feeling very, I don't know if it's, like, stifled at the moment. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Is this the right thing? I've always mm-hmm, had all mm-hmm. these dreams. And I'm very goal-oriented, as we have discussed. You are. You are. At, at length in this podcast and how for me having a dream is like a very important thing and I've always pursued them but it's there are other dreams that I've had that I've been really afraid to and now I'm kicking myself because you know my own self-limiting beliefs and I didn't whatever so I'm just gonna take this time until approximately March 6th when <laughs> Mercury retrograde is over and uh just you know take some time to reflect and really try to make a plan and see what I really want. And then after that, hopefully execute some kind of plan or take a, take a chance because, well, and you and I had been speaking about this earlier this week about how the time is, the time is now Um, for many of us, like just do it now. Whoever needs to hear it, just do it now. Actually do it when Mercury retrograde is over. But, like, do it now, you know? And I don't have anything tying me down. Like, no husband. Definitely no husband or serious relationship. Definitely no children. Definitely not a home in Toronto, Ontario. Okay? So I can – it's just there's nothing holding me back. And I'm sure at other points in life there will be. And this is just the time to take a chance. Why not, you know? Yeah. And keep tuning in to see how this goes. (laughs) Then I'll be like, why the fuck did I do this? I'm so stupid. No, I get it. I I get it. And I I do like when we talk about these subjects, I give you such a hard time because I I have different, Mm -hmm. I don't fully, I guess, buy into it I know, you think it's all all fucking horseshit, Chris. Just say what you mean, okay? Yeah, no, I I mean, there's, yeah, you're right. But But you're very respectful and I do appreciate that. But I still like listening and hearing about it because I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, what if this was real? Like, then, mm-hmm. wow, that makes sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that. And you're welcome. Let's reach for the Just stars. Just in case you had a re- yeah, reach for the stars. My mom always said to me growing up. Um, it's a famous quote. I forget who the who it was authored by, but it said, "Shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars." So I'm like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Shoot for the CEO job, and even if you miss, you'll become a VP, you know? Or, like, shoot for Idris Elba, and even if you miss, well, I can't, it's, it's actually <laughs> Idris. I can't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to throw shade at anyone right now, so. That's very kind of you. It is. It is. I'm, I'm, I'm using this Mercury retrograde time to, you know, be human and all this other shit that Channing Nicholas told me to do. Well, aren't they just a gem? Yeah. Everyone needs to follow her on Instagram and sign up for her 
monthly horoscopes they're so good and they're like less like juju and just more like here's what you just get honest with yourself like start a daily practice this sort of thing i find it's actually tangible important things um and then the best part is my worlds collided because she's now the official astrologer at opramagazine.com hmm. wow i know i was like <gasps> crazy <sighs> my girl oh, look at that I know. So happy. It's fine. So it's happy fine. for Oprah and me. Channing and, Tatum. And Channy. <laughs> Her name is Channy. Not Channing Tatum. Not Channing okay. Tatum, but got the mixed up. It's fine. Anyways, Anyways, is anybody else having like a wacky week? Please tweet at us and let us know. Actually, or just is Jess. anybody having? Just tweet at Jess. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody having a fucking shit 2020? Because I know a lot of people who are just fed up. There's a lot of crazy shit. Do you want happening. to restart it? Oh. I said this to a friend the other day, Georgia, my Pilates friend. I was like, what is in the water? And she was like, ice? Like, this is just how life is. And I was like, I refuse to accept this. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. There must be something going on. And then sure enough, Mercury retrograde. Sure enough, there it was all along. Yes. Uh, staring right in front of me. Right, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of staring right in front of me, it's the celebrity quiz, Jess. I have to read. Oh, Lord. I have to read off the... Uh, the hints here so as we do every week i'll read off the hints and then you can make um three guesses or sorry ask three questions about the hints and then take three guesses so here are this week's hints this person passed away in 2001 they never owned or wanted a car that's just like a thing they said um after they passed away years later in 2013, they were featured in a Chris Brown song. Yeah. Yeah. So, think about that. Oh. Stew on that for a little bit. And, yeah, you can ask some <laughs> questions right before we wrap this up. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Although, you know, I probably won't get it right because it is Mercury retrograde. <laughs> um, so I just like to put that disclaimer up there. <laughs> All right. If there's some trouble with me communicating the proper answer, that's the reason oh, why. Please. Okay. That must be it. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. <sighs> All right. Welcome back. So Jess, earlier this Thanks. month, you, uh, you promised that we do a Love Bites segment. Every podcast in February, it's still February, and it's time for another Love uh, Bites. Why do you think we skipped a week? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But what's what's really interesting about this is mm -hmm. I've, I've, we've relied so heavily on, on your stories for Love Bites, but I feel like I, I learned something. I learned oh. a lot this past few weeks. 
Maybe Tell it's me. Mercury retrograde. We'll call it likely. that. Yeah, likely. So I got a lot of feedback um, after our last podcast and, and something that I, I did. And, and I didn't mean to be disrespectful and, and rude. I, um, I basically invited a friend to a date. Oh, that one, yeah. Um, but I didn't think it was a date. And it, it yeah. So, it, I mean, that, that wasn't a nice thing to do. And I, I didn't realize uh, what I was doing. So, mm-hmm. learning from that and growing as a person, which I think it's always important to do, I was like, okay, if, if I, I just need to be more forward. I need to be more transparent and make sure that, you know, if, if I'm with someone that we're aligned. Anyways, I went on a f- I went out for drinks with a few with someone, um, and I saw it as like drinks and oh we're good friends, um, but I realized that's not how most people <laughs> see things. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely saw it as like a uh, a date, um, but so I made it clear that I was like okay like I, I see this like like we're friends right, um, and and sure enough like they didn't see it that way. Um, and I felt so like horrible and bad inside. However, however, I felt so much better after the fact because I'm like, okay, like I was transparent so much earlier and like I was upfront, like we had a conversation about it. It wasn't like some like weird thing where I'm like, oh, I'm bringing a friend along. Like, oh, I thought we were friends. What do you mean? <laughs> so anyways, I think for this Love Bites, all I want to communicate from my side is the importance of transparency and being upfront and not leading people on or anything like that. It's so important. That's all I have to contribute to Love Bites. So it is important. And thank you for saying that because I feel like I'm always the person who um, the the other person isn't being transparent. And I'm like, well... It's fine. Um, I'll just hope that I die a fiery death on my way home (laughs) now that I realize you don't actually like me, you know? Um, But it's really, uh, it's really, really hard. And I feel like in some of my recent entanglements, love (laughs) bites, if you will, this has been like kind of a problem because... I never know where anybody stands and then I just get kind of nervous to ask and then... You know, there's just so much hanging on every word now that people, uh, it's really difficult, but it would be really nice if everybody could just be honest about their intentions. Like, yes, Jessica, I just want to take you out for three dates and then I will be ghosting you after that. You know, like, okay, great. Maybe I won't move things around to have dinner with you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay, but, like, do you not... Here's my thing, too, though. Like, at the beginning, I was like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I really don't know. But I was like, just, like, go in with an open mind. And that was one of my things for this year. Like, meet more people. Like, I have a great group of friends, but, like, outside of that, like, am I putting myself out there? Like, no. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to. But so, like, I'll do this. But, like, I didn't know at the beginning. So I think it took, like, three outings going for drinks to like kind of figure that out Mm -hmm. but then when I did I I I was clear but so I guess like how would you feel if like after three dates and they were like very like upfront and like hey like I really like like you but like 
I'm seeing us as friends. Like, is that good? Or like, what's like, how should this go down then? I would be like, thank you. Because here's the thing. Even though, for example, I had a man say this to me once and I was like crying, even though I was fine, I had a physical reaction to it. I was like, you know, okay, I understand. Thank you for being honest. And he was like, I can see you're very upset. I'm like, no, that's just my bodily reaction. I'm fine. Lie. But like, I'm glad that you told me this so that at least I can move on. You know, it's shitty. But what's actually more hurtful is to lead somebody on and make up excuses and not just be upfront with your feelings and communicate honestly. Yeah. It's really painful when that happens, when you know, you're know you just not into somebody and or they're not into you and then all of a sudden there's excuses being made and, oh, I, have, I can't do this and I can't see you this day and you're like, okay, are you actually into me? What's happening here? And it just... As painful as it might be for the person and for the person delivering the bad news, because I know that's really hard too, it's the right thing to do. So like, if everyone could just do that and be honest, that would be nice. Even if you change your mind along the way, because I think that sometimes you just realize like, oh yeah, no, I'm not into this, you know, and it's just not there. And sometimes you really want something to be there and it's just not. So it's really hard. And I think that, like, at all sorts of different levels of a relationship, you need to, like, continue to communicate your intentions and be transparent. It's not just, like, in the beginning. I think, you know, some of us need that reassurance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some of us, I need I. No, and, I and, need that, too. Well, you in know, a relationship and I do. You're yeah. like, are you still into this? <laughs> and I think a lot of people just assume, like, well, I'm still here, so yeah. But... So many experiences in the past have taught us, all of us, otherwise, right? So it's really hard not to hold current people accountable for things that other people have done to us in the past and vice versa. And But it's just nice to, like, you know, have that healthy, constant communication as painful as it may be. I think it's better off in the long run. You don't want to drag someone along. No. Please continue to do that. And to any man who might be listening that I might be dating in the near future, (laughs) please just tell me if you don't like me. Like, I can handle it. Even if I cry, like, it's just, like, it's a reaction. Like, sorry, do you want me to not cry? Unfortunately, that's what you get. I would cry, too. Like, if, I think if, well, I've been on the opposite side of it, too. Yeah, it's really hard. And... Yeah, like it's especially like if you think things are going a different way, it's like, oh, yeah. fuck this. It's, uh, I mean, and by heart, I mean soul crushing. Yeah. Okay? Let's just get this straight. It is a really shitty situation to be in. Yeah. I would just like to know for, you know, just speaking on behalf of myself, like, where, you know, questions that I would like to know are where do you see this going? Do you actually mean everything that you say? What's happening? Do you still like me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those are like the constant questions going through my mind. But on the outside, I'm just like, mm. so really what? Hard. Like, what do you think about this though? Because I think one thing that, and I kind of mentioned this a second ago, where like I didn't actually know what I wanted, and so I was just like, okay, like let's hang out, let's chill, like let's just see what happens. Um, and so, truthfully, it did take a while to kind of figure it out. Is that fair, though? Like, and then just as soon as you know, you tell the person? Like, what do you think? Well, I think that if you 
if you don't know what you want, I don't necessarily know if you should be dating because the collateral damage, it isn't like these are human beings, you know? Okay. Um, but at I the do same want to say time, this though. Like I was, okay. I, I was upfront like with that, like, like even when we first like met, I was just like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like I made it very clear that I'm just enjoying my space and like, I, I really love like being alone like that sounds really fucked up to like say it like this but like yeah. i really enjoy my space i love like like not being in a relationship right now and, and not that i'm like going around like doing things and like sleeping with you know tons of people or things like that it's truthfully just because i love my own fucking space yeah and so i was clear about that so i don't know right. feel, is that then good i think or? then i think that's fair if you meet someone and say i'm just not sure where i'm at whatever then I think that's fair. They can't really say, well, you told me you wanted a serious relationship, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's fair. But I think that if you know one way or another, like, yes, I'm looking for a serious relationship or no, I'm only open to something more casual that you should make that, like set those expectations yeah. in the beginning yeah. because it will just save a lot of mess, a lot of heartache, a lot of mascara. Let me tell you, like, it's just very, ugh, it's the worst feeling in the world. I'm like, this is why it's so hard to be vulnerable. Like, it's yeah. just the fucking worst, Chris. Oh, God. Yeah. And we'll listen, I understand sides, you that too. you, like I have said in the past, are super babe. No. Um, so you break a lot of hearts. And unfortunately, this is your your duty now. <laughs> is to be upfront. Well, mm-hmm. I I will be upfront going forward, but I've absolutely been on on both sides of this too. And you yeah. have to like I yeah. But thank you. So. You're welcome. <laughs> the same is said to you. This is this literally is how love bites ended last time as complimenting each other. It's really weird. <laughs> Oh my god. This is how all of our conversations <laughs> go, to be honest. No. <laughs> We're like, you're amazing. No, you are. Oh, for oh fuck's god. sake. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of our listeners are amazing. So yeah. tweet at us. Yeah. If, uh, if, if you've been in a situation like this, what are your thoughts? Is it better to be transparent right up front? Do you have any tips for us? Please, if you do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on all this? Is there anything we should talk about in yeah. our next Love Bites segment? Yeah. Like, what would you like to know? Basically, what I'd like to remind all the people who are in happy, fulfilling, committed relationships, I'd just like to remind you that dating is horrific, okay? It's a horrific experience, yeah, especially in 2020. It is horrific, okay? Yeah, yeah. There is nothing harder than being vulnerable, putting yourself out there, and especially now with this, like, cancel culture app culture, social media, where people can just like make a snap decision, delete you, swipe you away, or just choose never to respond to a message again, or in an inappropriate length of time that makes you wonder if this person actually likes you. Okay? It's really hard. Yeah. (laughs) Because it wasn't this hard before. It just wasn't. Because there weren't that many communication avenues. It was like, this is it. It's bizarre. it's it is bizarre and especially when you see people not responding to you but then posting on social media i know this is like a huge thing for everybody <laughs> like why didn't you respond to me you know yeah yeah but it's fine 
It's fine. <sighs> what a Anyways, world. Let Anyways, us know. <laughs> let us know, please. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And yeah, I'm really excited to chat about our next topic here. Ooh, all right. <laughs> okay. Have an idea for a topic, thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us? We want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Posh. We love hearing from you, and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. Okay, sorry. I love that little part. It's just so cute. Kate, can I just say um, something quick about that? Okay. I literally, as I was playing, I was like, well, my voice doesn't sound like that right now. It doesn't. <laughs> it it really sound doesn't. like two fucking different You're people. Deathly hugover. Oh. It's fine. Shit. <laughs> um, okay, so last week I came across this um, article that caught my attention. Ooh. It said why people get the quote unquote Sunday scaries. And I was like, oh, that's something I can relate to. Yeah. Do you do you know what that's referencing when, when I say the Sunday scaries? Like, do you understand what I So mean I that? didn't prepare for this topic purposely mm-hmm. because or on purpose because like I, I wanted to go into this like with a fresh mind. I think it has to do with like work the next day like dreading yes. going to work and like yes. thinking about what you have to do i'm, I'm right yes. okay that's okay. exactly it that's exactly it so i read this article in the atlantic that talks about how you know there's a certain point on sunday or mm-hmm. whatever day of the last day of your weekend may be that uh the anxiety sets in you might get it a little bit uh nervous you know mm-hmm. There's this like dreadful period of time where you're like, oh no, I have to go to work tomorrow and the weekend's over and what did I do? And it talks about, the article is really interesting. I encourage everyone to read it, but it just talked about why these things might be happening, how people feel this feeling and how you can potentially circumvent the feeling in the future. So a lot of it surprisingly had to do with the fact that people are unhappy at their job. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry. Unsurprisingly was that people are unhappy at their job. They, they're not fulfilled, whatever, but a lot of it's, it's still common in people who enjoy their job. And I, although I'm not working in my dream job per se, I still like going into work Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. each day. And for a long time, my whole attitude to work was um, I love Mondays because everybody hated it. And I was like, I need to own this. You know, I need to uh, tackle this head on and just force myself to love Mondays. And it's like a fresh opportunity to make a big impact, do great work, a new start. I love like, writing the date. Like, how, how I just you... decided I just made the decision that like this is it. You know, it's kind of like winter. Unfortunately, we live in Canada and we have winter. I can either complain about it all winter and hate it, or I can get a really warm coat and try to make the best of it. So that was my whole approach. But I think I would say in the last few months, I was just kind of 
there was a lot going on and and it just I really felt that dread on Sundays like oh I can't believe I have to go to work and it's just it's so hard do mm-hmm. you have thoughts on this yeah I okay. I mean I feel me. very similar to you in that I I, I like going into work I like yes. well I, I love you know the people that I, I work with it's it's a it's a great environment um, is this my like dream job no um, I love the company though, and I love the people, and and and, and yeah, um, but yeah, I do feel that way. I, it's it's when you like look at your schedule for the week on, on your phone, like oh, I have this meeting tomorrow, or I'm yeah, like just you start kind of going through the to do list of things that you have to accomplish next week, and you're like, how the fuck am I going to get this all done? Um, yeah, no, I I totally feel it. I this is extremely relevant to me mm-hmm. um in and, and i'm sure like obviously if there's articles written about this i'm sure it, it happens to a lot of people yeah well the article says that the average arrival time of the sunday scaries is approximately three fifty-eight p.m on the sunday before you have to go back to work hmm. um and that seems about right yeah and you're like oh man like i it's because i think that's around the time that people start heading home from work and it's then this only same amount of time left mm-hmm. that you have during the week yeah you know yeah um is my thoughts about that but it's really it's why and they and you know they have a bunch of research in the article to say that the this sort of feeling of dread is on on the rise in the past few decades and how that might be because more and more people are bringing home uh work on the weekends so there mm-hmm. there is no real escape or you know in the evenings and this and that and there aren't those clear boundaries any longer where you're like nope i'm not looking at my phone past 7 p.m i'm unless you're on call or you know some people have different expectations at their job but i won't be logging in past 8 p.m i won't be looking at my phone past 8 p.m and i think that's really healthy it's like setting boundaries with any other sort of relationship in your life um but also that feeling of like dread that anytime i've really felt that feeling is when i knew that i had to um, make a change, you know, mm, okay. just because I don't think I should feel that way about going to work. Now, that's not to say that I don't enjoy my jobs or whatnot, but it's just something, something has to change. Maybe it's not your job and whatever. So my whole thing was like, I'm going to have a positive approach to this. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've done is I put all of my social activities into my work calendar as well um just so that when i am looking at my week ahead i see like okay yeah i have to work you know eight to eight this day or whatever it is but the next day i have like dinner with so and so i'm going to pilates and uh, and i'll even put in different things in my schedule like organize my closet like iron my sheets (laughs) you know things that i enjoy (laughs) doing or whatever it may be movie this night sort of thing i really and then just a night off is another nice night too yeah um but i think it's important to even just although it's silly because you know okay i go to i i use my work calendar for all my personal stuff yeah and i invite people to things yeah yes there's drinks with someone or dinner with someone or celebrating an early birthday Mm -hmm. people get an Mm -hmm. invite Mm -hmm. yeah um 
Another thing that I read in the article was a, uh, they asked a psychologist about how to, because I mean, okay, let's say it's 4.30 on Sunday. You're looking at the week ahead. You're like, oh, I can't believe the weekend's over. Fun and happiness is so fleeting. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe I have to work again and that I have to do this for the next 30 years. Um how do you kind of get past that feeling? Okay, sure, you can check your calendar and see that you do have fun events or see the lack of fun events that you have planned and plan some. But also he said, uh, sorry, what did the psychologist say? Uh, is to practice cognitive behavioral therapy, which means uh, revising mental and behavioral patterns that can be learned from a therapist app or a workbook. In the short term, that means something like exercising, taking a walk or doing an activity that you really enjoy on Sunday that can take your mind off of that feeling temporarily. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense too. That totally makes sense. And I think like one thing for me too, you mentioned like the winter months. Mm -hmm. I feel so much less, I would say dread going like on a Sunday evening um, during the warmer summer months because, like, I, I feel like my week is broken up so much more. Like, even if I'm doing a fun activity after work, it's mm-hmm. always inside or it's always, like, something like a movie or whatever, which is still cool. But in the summer, I love, like, going for a run or going for a nice walk at night. And there's so much more time in the day. Like, you can be out to, like, I don't know, you can go for a run until, like, 9 o'clock and it's still bright out and then come home. I just feel like there's so much more to do. And, and that really like breaks up your evening instead of coming home, making dinner, going to bed. That's true. And, you know, going to work in the dark, coming home in the dark, it's cold. And it there's so it's just so nice to get up and the sun's up, you know, to come home and still have a few hours of sunlight. That yeah. makes a huge difference to you, I think. And it's all just like mental health. And yeah. I think the big thing here is, to prioritize your mental health and self-care over the weekend (laughs) and and every day to be quite honest um because some of us don't have the luxury of just immediately finding a new job we all know that's really hard and even if you think things are going to be better somewhere else it usually isn't like there's the same sort of like microaggressions and problems everywhere that you go you know there's always some a negative person or this and that i mean obviously some company you work at a fantastic company and people love working there it's so obvious you know um the company that i work at i don't know if i would say the same i think that i really like my team but i think that there are other people who you know we get hounded in the media a lot Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, it really mm -hmm. affects company morale and and that really it trickles but um I don't know. What do you think we can do? I think it's just, yeah, exercise, hanging out with friends, having plans, going out. So honestly, going outside 15 minutes a day, it's like huge. Yeah. No, what? Yeah. I think too, like, um, well, there's two things that actually came to mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one is I, I love the idea of like trying to like find a way to really like Monday. Like, just mm-hmm. find good things about that day specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but remember, hashtag schedule joy. I yes. think that's, like, <laughs> it actually, what triggered that thought was going for, like, a 15-minute <laughs> walk through the day. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something I, I, I have done in the past. Again, it's always in the summer, like, warmer months. And it's like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, it's so much nicer. Like, I think most mm-hmm. of my favorite memories are all in the summer. Like I, I live for, for the warmer months. So maybe until it's more warmer, maybe that's what I'm getting out of yeah, this, but maybe, yeah, 
I mean, Ottawa, Ontario is not really known for its uh, mild temperatures. (laughs) (laughs) No. But, you know, that's just something. But I don't know. I love New Year's. I love the first day of school. I love Monday. Like, and I really did grow to truly love Mondays. And I have for years, and I would post about it. Like, it's my favorite day of the week. Like, let's go. Very, like, sportsy almost. And very, like, it's grind time. I'm excited. I'm energized. Like, let's make the most of this, you know. And just to kind of capitalize on the fact that everyone's sluggish. And I'm fucking going full steam ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it really is like attitude and self care, really. Yeah. True. Yeah. And also they and they interviewed someone, um, I think she was an economist or something, and she said they asked her what would she do to cure the Sunday scaries and she said, Fix capitalism. <laughs> you have to get rid of the conditions <laughs> that are creating precarity. Um and it, it's because a lot of people have so many things that they're worrying about or overworked, overtired, no health care, you know, just different, that sort of thing. And there's so much up against you, which yeah. I was like, yeah, unfortunately, none of us can do that on our own. So I will be going for a nice walk outside tomorrow. It's supposed to be a beautiful day in Toronto. And today was really the first day that the sun was warm and shining in Toronto this winter like you can kind of see that spring is sort of on its way yes i know i feel that yes Mm -hmm. and (sighs) i was outside and i was like this is so nice just to feel the sun on your face yeah (laughs) so (laughs) weird but it's yeah no but i i get that i totally get Uh that like Uh. i just need to soak this all in and yeah. yeah yeah and if you really hate your job find another one like Work really hard and tell everybody that you know that you're looking for a job is my advice to people. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Just thought I'd throw that in there. (laughs) (laughs) Some tips. (laughs) Tips for life by Jessica. That's right. What does everyone else think? Do you Mm -hmm. get the Monday scaries or sorry, the Sunday scaries? Sunday scaries. Yeah. Does this uh, this relate to you? Do you have any thoughts, any ways to get over it? Tweet at us. Mm Mm-hmm. At Trey Posh, at Chris Craigwin, at Now Serving PC. Um, Jess, yes. can, can we get into? Are you having the the celebrity quiz scaries? Oh, uh, I kind of am. <laughs> because for the Mercury retrograde. Y- yes, okay. as you know, I'm unable to clearly communicate at this time. Okay. Well, let's see. I'll give the hints again here. This okay. person passed away in 2001. Okay. They never owned or wanted a car. Okay. And they were featured in a Chris Brown song in 2013. So after they had passed away, they were featured in a Chris Brown song. Um, yeah. So you have you can ask three questions and you can make three guesses. What What are you thinking? Okay. Um. Okay, I'm trying to put myself back in 2001. Okay, how old was this person when they died? Were they old? Uh, they No, they were in their early 20s. Okay, and they were featured by Chris Brown? Uh, yes, they were featured in um, one of his songs in 2013. Okay, so this has to be... Like an R&B person. 
It has to be a singer, right? Not okay. Um, this person was young. Oh, I know. Um, the chick from TLC. What's her name? Um, can I make an official guess, please? Yeah, you can definitely. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. That is incorrect. What? Yeah, it's not Lisa Left Eye Lopez. How many questions have I asked? Uh, you just asked one. You asked okay. the old were they when they passed away? How old away. they were? Um. Okay, male or female? Uh, female. A female that died, Chris Brown, and they were young. Um. Okay, and how did this person die? They died in a plane crash. <gasps> it was Aaliyah. Is that my, your... My official guess is Aaliyah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I will tell her girlfriend you were so old. Congratulations, you guessed that. I feel really bad celebrating <laughs> this. Yeah, that's a really oh bizarre way. Oh my god. Way. You know yeah, what? No, I was actually listening to Aaliyah today after Pilates. Oh. We need a resolution. Oh yeah. Wow. Aaliyah is always, always on my playlist. Cool. I love her. Yes. She, I feel, would have been like massive, like a huge oh, yeah. star if she oh, were yes. still here. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. <gasps> I can't believe I guessed it. That was so easy. Chris, Kate. actually, you know what? It wasn't easy. I just asked the right questions. Yeah, you I'm did. not going to give this to you. I'm giving it to me. You deserve this. Thank you. This, especially during I the do. Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You I just solved it. the Mercury retrograde, and so it will no longer affect people. I broke the spell, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> we're all, we're all better spell. now. Yeah, we are. Everyone's better. Get out of your feelings. We're all moving full steam ahead. Grind time, okay? Crawl out of your basements and come Crawl to the out sunlight. Of your basement, come to the surface. <laughs> I'm picturing you on this like big platform. <laughs> Like greeting yeah. people. Yes, welcome. Basically, like Oprah, what you're imagining so. is me as Jesus, and everyone. Okay, yes, the that is kind of, of what I'm getting. <laughs> yes. Well, no problem. Yeah, that might be me one day. Yeah. Um, but listen, strapped to be Jesus and <laughs> and Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not, if you don't become Jesus, you don't become Oprah. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> well, one's real, one's not. So. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. They're both <laughs> real. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, it, is, it is. Well, it, Jesus was also real. Easter's coming up. Maybe we could do an Easter. <gasps> better than Easter? Pancake Tuesday is coming up very soon. I think it's this Tuesday. Oh. Ugh. And as you may know, blueberry pancakes with blueberries picked fresh from Northern Ontario is my all-time favorite food. Well, look at that. A nice Easter <laughs> surprise. <laughs> but Easter will be 40 days after that because, you know, Lent starts on Wednesday and that, you know. Well, yeah. I, I'm, you... Not, I'm not all up on that. I, I, I forget the rules and all. <laughs> But each of it is like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I know. Mm. Please donate me. <laughs> it's fine. I have a degree in religious studies. This I know. Is why, and I was also grew up, raised. I know. Uh, 
Roman Catholic. Yeah. Listen, I, Pancake I'm Day is accept- really exciting. Yeah, I know. I'm very accepting of, like, I, I again, much like astrology, I like hearing other people's beliefs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked mm-hmm. about this before. Anyway. <laughs> it's fine. Happy Will Easter. anybody else be having pancakes for dinner like me? No. I hope so. Anyone? Um, it's Mardi Gras. We need Ooh. to go to New Orleans okay, for let's Mardi do that. Gras one year. That's something I believe. Ooh, in. Okay. let's do that. All right. It seems like a better way to celebrate Lent. Yeah. To me. Um, okay. <laughs> well, look at anything. that. <clears throat> okay. Our cup has runneth out. All the tea that we had to talk about <laughs> this particular day. <laughs> Join us next week as we will be serving, spilling, and consuming more tea the most important thing (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i really need to figure this out the end yeah well me too i just laugh and giggle when you say you do giggle i giggle because i think it's funny when you say it i am funny a comedian honestly when men don't laugh at me and my jokes i'm like you're it's because you're not smart enough you don't get them and then and then my friend was like no you're just not funny (laughs) You're hilarious. Find oh, a listener God. that doesn't think you're funny. It's probably the person that graded us zero stars on. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to know if you don't think I'm funny. I don't need. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. <laughs> Not until after the retrograde. <laughs> until after the retrograde is over, you can can reconsider what you were about to say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So until the cup has run us over, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have have a great week, everyone. See you next week. Okay, bye. We want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>